Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today's episode is a dedication to my Reiki master, Derek Walker. He fought a long, hard battle of cancer and sadly passed away on October 7th, 2021. I wanted to do a full episode about him because I would not be where I am today had it not been for him. I've mentioned him in other episodes, but because he was such a significant person in my life, I felt he deserved more than just a few words. So let me take you back eight years ago to a time in my life when I had at that point already been struggling with resurface trauma for a couple of years. I was so lost, I felt as if I was drowning. I didn't know what to do with the pain. I wanted to be the absolute best mother that I could be, so I threw myself into being so busy with my children that I didn't allow myself to feel. I numbed my life in many ways because I was actually afraid to feel. Most people numb for that very reason. I knew that I wanted help. I didn't want to live my life falling apart each night after my babies went to sleep because that's exactly what I had been doing for a few years. I was completely exhausted and utterly drained. I was sinking and I didn't know how to swim until one day I had a friend tell me about this healer named Durek. They had said that he was incredible and that maybe I would benefit from seeing him for an appointment. And at first I was hesitant. I had been to two other psychics in the past and they had been great, but I just wasn't sure how I felt about going to see someone else again, especially a male. I was always leery of anyone that was male because of my past traumas. I didn't trust many men at all. But something in me kept pushing for me to contact him, and so I did. We agreed to meet at a coffee shop downtown, and I was relieved because I would have been too uncomfortable to meet some strange guy at his home where he worked out of. I remember the day I met him as clear as day. I pulled up outside the coffee shop and called my husband to let him know exactly where I was, just in case. I was a bundle of nerves. I was used to living in fight-or-flight mode because I was unhealed, but that day I was extra, extra anxious. So I took a deep breath, got out of my car, and went in to meet him. And the moment that I saw him, he smiled at me with the most genuine smile, and I was instantly at ease. I sat down, and he started my reading. He started to tell me things about my life that nobody else ever knew about. But there was one specific thing that he said to me that at the time didn't make any sense, but it did a couple of years later. He told me that I was going to help a lot of people, and I would be very successful because I would be relatable. He said I was just a mom and didn't have the stereotypical look of a psychic. And I had to laugh at that because when I did actually think of psychics, I pictured a woman with crazy eyes, a long moo-moo dress, and a crystal ball. I had always known I was meant to help people, but I never thought or believed it would be to the capacity as he was describing. He looked right at me and said, Karina, you're here right now, and he pointed low, and then he took his hand, pointing far up high, and he said, and you're going all the way here and you don't even know it yet. He then told me I should take my Reiki course. And at this point, I was a bit shocked because the year before, another healer had told me that and I had brushed it off. He told me that he was having a Reiki share at his house and that I should come and see what it was all about. And I have shared this story in another episode, so I won't bore you and share it again. But if you do wish to hear how it went, you could listen to the episode called Reiki if you haven't already heard it. Anyways, after I had gone to that Reiki share, I decided to take my Reiki with them. And from that moment, my life changed in the most dramatic way possible. Life as I knew it would never be the same. 
I went through what is known to be called the dark night of the soul. I began the healing process and because I had such deep wounds, it was anything but pretty. Everything that had been buried was coming up to the surface, and just when I would think that I was healed, another hidden trauma would come up and I would be back to square one. Now I'm not saying that this happens to everyone after taking their Reiki because it doesn't. It happened to me because I had lived a full life of trauma after trauma, and this happened to me because I was meant to be a teacher. I was meant to take all of that pain, transmute it all, and help heal the world. In fact, during a Reiki share while I was on the table, I heard my grandmother who had passed away and my guide say, what you learn, you will teach. And none of that made sense to me at the time, but it sure does now. Not only did I live a life of trauma, but I had had horrible experiences after opening up to my abilities. So many scary things happened with spirit and I wanted to quit it all and go back to my old life. There were many times that I would call Dirk crying, telling him that I was just done, done with it all, and he would gently remind me that I had to remember who I was, that I was a light worker and an old soul who needed to help others. There was this one particular situation that I needed his help badly and I felt that I didn't want to do any more of this kind of work. We had started having crazy things happen in our house and my kids were becoming terrified. I knew that something was in there scaring them, but I also was so afraid that I didn't know what to do. So, of course, I called Durek. I asked him to come over and clear my house. So he shows up and, of course, I thank him and tell him, like, here, go make yourself at home, and that I would just, you know, chat with him when he was done. But he looks at me and he says, you are going to help me do the clearing. And I'm like, no, no way, I'm not doing it. And he says, yes, yes, Karina, yes, you are. Now, you have to remember, at this time, I'm already terrified of this ghost. I wouldn't even go in my basement because it was the scariest feeling. And here he was telling me that I had to go with him to clear it. So we're walking around the house, room to room, and smudging. And when we go down the stairs to the basement, I'm holding on to him for dear life. The energy down there was so awful, I could feel that there was something that just didn't want us to be there clearing it out. Now this whole time, I'm just watching him do his thing, but then he starts asking me what I see. And I'm like, uh, no thanks, I don't want to look at anything, but he's like, Krina, you can see. What do you see? Tell me where the negative energy is. And I was there just freaking out, like, I don't want to know what's in my house scaring the heck out of us. But he kept pushing me and pushing me to see. And obviously now I'm so grateful because I know I wouldn't be working as a medium if it weren't for him and for that night. I told him how afraid I was of ghosts and spirits and he actually laughed at me saying, who do you think you're getting these messages from during Reiki? It was in that moment that I realized that being afraid is something that I just couldn't be anymore. I had a purpose to fulfill and I had to work through my fears and get to work. It wasn't long after he came to clear my house that I started to see spirit very clearly. And from there, I started taking his weekly mediumship classes. At each class, there would be about eight to ten of us, and sometimes a mix of men and women. He would teach us how to open up to our abilities through various practices. And each week, I would get in my head and become fearful. I would go in knowing deep down that I could see spirit and just know things, but as we would practice, I was always wrong. It was frustrating and embarrassing, and I wanted to give up, but something kept pushing me to go back. Dirk used to tell me that the bigger the purpose you have, the bigger the ego will be. He would tell me that I had to push past it and trust in my spirit guides, and I did. I let go of the frustrations, and I just started to let things flow a little bit. 
so much so that during one particular class he had partnered us up with someone we didn't know, and he gave us an exercise to do. Well, when he came to check on us to see how we were doing at it, he listened in to what I was saying to my partner, and he's like, Krina, that is not part of the exercise at all. And he seemed rather amused. And I looked him straight in the eye and I said, I couldn't help it that her grandmother was coming through and firing so much information at me that I had to deliver it all. He then smiled, nodded, and walked away. And I could be wrong, but I believe in that moment he was proud of me. Because as a teacher now myself, I am so proud when a student does the very same thing. There is a connection between a Reiki master and student that I'm not sure I can really explain. Well, at least that's how I feel about mine. It's a soul connection that is a gift from the other side. He was placed upon my path to help me not only open up to my abilities, but to help me pull through what I would say was the most difficult time in my life. He was a true healer and sat with me for hours on end while I poured out my innermost pain to him. He selflessly listened and always had the most incredible words of advice. Right after I took my Reiki master class with him, he moved back to New Zealand. When he had first told me that he was going, I remember this horrible sense of sadness come over me. But not only sadness, there was fear. I was thinking like, how can I do this work without him by my side to guide me? I was so happy for him to be able to go home to where he belonged, but selfishly, I was wanting him to stay because I was so afraid to not have him be there anymore. But now as I see it, I realize that he wasn't meant to stay. He was there to teach me to heal myself and then go off and share his teachings with as many people as I could as well. The day before that I had found out that he had passed away, he kept popping into my mind all day. I could feel him hug me and I felt his energy. But in that moment, I believed it was just a memory. But then I got the phone call the next day from our mutual friend, and I knew that those were not memories. He had actually come to visit me within a very short time of his passing. I feel honored that he would come right away, and I feel extremely blessed to know that he will still be there to guide me from the other side. I hope that I can continue to honor his soul by sharing his teachings with many, many people. I hope that he is proud of me for all that I have tried to do over this spiritual journey of mine, and I hope that he knows how much I love and admire him, not only as a person, but as part of my soul family, my friend, and my mentor. So I want to leave you all with this today. Spirit places people on our path that help us to evolve, and everything happens in divine timing. I heard this quote and wanted to share it. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the student is truly ready, the teacher will disappear. And although he moved away, we were always connected by that beautiful bond of master and student. I want to thank you all so much for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast and for allowing me to share my story of the incredible person that changed my life. May his soul fly with millions of angels. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages podcast as well as on Facebook under Divine Messages or the Divine Messages podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.